Find all of our pertinent links, including our link to our Discord, at nomercypodcast.com. Now, let's see what happened last time on the No Mercy Podcast. Different members of the Goliath tribe returned from a hunt, and the really good four met with some of those different members, including Vimic, who was Chest's old best friend. The really good four tried to explain all the shenanigans that were going on in the Goliath tribe, but Vimic really couldn't keep up and was more focused on the babies, or Pip and Funky. Funky arm wrestled Vimic and earned back some respect and trust from Chest. Funky gets a hernia. <laughs> your your hand is your hand is just <laughs> above the the table. Last one, and that's a uh, seventeen. Eighteen. So he just taps your your hand off yeah. the edge of the table. I, I look like I have done more work than you guys have seen the entirety that you've known me <laughs> at this point. I've got like beads of sweat, <laughs> veins popping out of my head. Wow, where you get this guy, Chester brother? He might not be a cooking hand oh, after cool. all. <laughs> I start that's looking at my hands very questioningly, <laughs> and when no one's looking, I try and. Taste it. <laughs> Chest, Chest walks over and he's like, ah, well, you know, we just kind of cross paths. Um, I'll, t- I'll catch you up about it in a few. And then he walks over to uh, to Funky and extends a hand down, like to shake his hand. Whoa, bro! Uh, yeah, Funky shakes his hand. He says, well, uh, Funky. Th- thanks, Chess. You may have been a bit of a wiener, <laughs> but uh, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Chess. I think I may I may have misjudged you. No, oh. we'll we'll, yeah. we'll see how things go from here. Thanks, Jess. Pip's you, like you pulling Funky's robes, being like, "We should have known this was the way back into his heart." Come on. It's not. It's not for lack of trying. <laughs> <laughs> An odd marriage slash courting slash engagement ceremony occurred between Lokag and Tarka where Tarka would decide whether she wanted to marry Lokeg. The Mutton Chop Cheeks walks up with a number two above his head and just says, Time for the ceremony to start. And then he walks off in, and Very High Cag just walks up and just says, It's time for the ceremony to start. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's saying, <laughs> A key point in the ceremony was a time for objections and arguments. Lokag argued that he would be a great husband for Tarka, while Chess argued otherwise. In a strange surprise, Tarka also made an argument, saying that she really didn't think Lokag would be a great husband. We then moved to the next part of the ceremony, where Tarka would give her decision as to whether she would marry Lokag or not. Okay, now we need to find the outcome and see if if she'll say yes. <laughs> and so you see like Lokeg kind of like sweating like <sighs> okay <sighs> you hear very high keg step up and says alright everybody we've heard arguments from all different sides so I believe Tarka needs to take the time to think about these different arguments and come to a decision what? alright taking into account arguments from uh, Lokeg from Chist and from myself I have to come to the decision that I will not in fact, Mary Lokag. Yeah. So, ceremony adjourned. Yep. <laughs> In ceremony. After being rejected by Tarka, Lokag sought out Chest to challenge him to a fight. All right. You ready for this? You ready for me to punch you and then hurt you more than you hurt me? <laughs> and Chest says, 
I, I'm ready to get hit by a little wimp and it, and it not hurt. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm ready for Chester Weakling to be Chester Weakling twice. <laughs> <laughs> to a fair fight, Lokag, for the first time. And he looks at you and, and says, You ruined my wedding. And he uses his action to summon the sword. Oh, beans. And that's where we will start next Ooh. time. Fuck yeah. it. Now let's jump into this episode of the No Mercy Podcast. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. A new chapter, a new work, a new adventure. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. The really good folk, and here is their story. Much paper stronger is lacking in the smarts. The clerk does the touchy feel like grumpy healing arts. A broken-hearted ranger with a dragon's and bow and a sweet singing gnome. Roll for our initiative. Right off the bat. Everybody. Uh, 11. 13. 6. <laughs> do. I beat, I beat Funky. 7. I also have a plus 4 to initiative. So fuck this dice. <laughs> 6. I'll take you. Oh, chest yeah. on your own. Yeah, that's fine. So uh, he... All right, we're gonna assume, unless you like pipe up after chest turn, I'm just gonna assume that you don't want to interact or interfere. Well, unless I get bullied out from near as I can remember, my my little safe cubby hole within Ralorx's robes, I will probably stay in there. You're in your office. I'm in my office. Office hours are closed. <laughs> All right, so he is going to first just like he's right near uh, chest, right in in his grill, and he's just going to turn around and just start walking away. So he summons the sword and then just turns back and starts walking away? Yeah, he's going back to the edge of the fighting pit. That's honorable, sort of, except for the whole sword part. Okay. Stab him in the back. Would you like to opportunity attack? Um, no, because this was pretty surprising to just. Okay, so he probably walks a good 20 feet away and turns around and just looks at you and just says to the crowd, See, such a, such a stupid idiot, this guy. He comes in here breaking the rules and then he screws up my wedding that I was probably... 23% sure I was going to have but then he screwed it up and now he's or he's we're just going to find this out and he casts Pip thrusts his head out from Rallorick's clothes before he casts anything and yells she's just not that into you <laughs> cast away and he just says you're always so jealous of me even though you're a good fighter I always was the better person with all the people and people like me better and you're just jealous and he's going to cast Armor of Agathis on himself. So you see ice start to go down his chest and his sides. Oh, we've been down this road before. And from Pip's experience, just don't. 
Just don't. <laughs> You're just jealous of me. You wish you were as smart as me and could do cool things like I can do. And that is his turn. Okay. Am I up next? Yep. Uh, okay, Chess. So, first of all, seeing seeing like a, a sword appear in his hand, and then also this like having him cast a spell. Um, Chest is kind of looking like really shocked at him and kind of looking around at the crowd like, are we okay with this? Like, this is like, since when do we use magic? And um, you can give a perception check. Okay. <laughs> Why do I bother? One. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're kind of looking around, but kind of looking above everyone's head at the same time. <laughs> yeah. As you're like, Gannett, what? why are people okay with this? But you're not actually looking at them as you look around. Pan, help us. <laughs> Just out of game question, Rory, did, did Cord give Chest any super pro weapons by chance? I can't remember when you had your visions. He just gave you information, right? No physical objects. Cord? Quick transport. You're a new, you're a new potential god. Uh, oh, when I was in the ball pit? Yeah. Um, or through any of your other communique? No, I mean, I just had the thunder and lightning and then and then he brought me there and then back to you guys and then he brought me to the mountains. But I have not, I don't think, communicated with him. Okay, well, keep looking, looking over Apparently. everyone's heads. <laughs> anyway, so Chest is, Chest is going to run back to where he dropped his weapons and pick them up. Okay. And, uh, and yell back. First of all, yell out to the crowd, crowd and, be, and be like, "You guys want this cheater leading you, leading y'all? Look at this! S- summoned a sword out of thin air, summoned armor out of thin air. What a weakling! You can't even do a real fight." And uh, I don't know. You hear, I- you hear kind of a split. You you hear some of the crowd being like, "Yeah, that's not the the way we traditionally do things," and the other half is like. Well, he is able to get a sh- armor and a sword out of thin air. That's kind of good for fighting. Um, and just uh, how how so running back and picking up my weapons is that an action? Uh, we can say it's a bonus if you want. Okay, sure. Um, and do I have enough movement to get back over to him? I don't know. I don't know how big the pit is. So. He so he probably went twenty feet back away from the center. You, so you probably went twenty feet. So it's about forty feet away. I would be my guess. Okay. So I had to go. So no, I can get another ten feet towards him, um, which I will do, and then I will hold an action to attack with my um, uh, morning star if he comes within range. Okay. Uh, and that'll be it. Uh, okay, so he is going to... Wait, where is he in the initiative? He's at the top. He's at the top? Mm-hmm. Can Pip go then? Because I'm after chest? Sure. And how far away from uh, Lokeg am I? <laughs> you know, I'd probably say 40 feet or so. Perfect. I'm not going to move, but I'm going to poke my head out. From no, you know what? No, I am gonna move. I'm gonna like just kind of. I feel like I'm in stands. Am I in? Am I in a stand? Like it's like an amphitheater type deal. No, the, the Goliaths don't really 
sit down while they're watching other people fight. Uh, of course. Standing and getting ready to jump in next. Fine. I'm gonna like cautiously move forward in the crowd. I would like to be maybe 30 feet away from chest. If I can't get that far, n- no big deal. But that's I'd like to stay in the crowd, but be 30 feet away from chest. Okay. And I'm gonna cast dissonant whispers on uh low keg. I'm just going to whisper, stop right there. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, I just, I want to like, he's using magic against my friend in a fight that shouldn't have magic. And I don't like that. So he needs to do uh, a wisdom save. Okay. I'm assuming that's Slowkeg's strong suit. (laughs) That's a 15. That was higher than I was expecting. Well, he does save. But he will still take uh, eight, six, 14, seven, seven psychic damage. Okay. Just give me a sec to check. Now, I'm in the crowd and I'm hoping he can't pinpoint me, but he is afraid of me. Well, no, no, he's not. No, he's not because he failed. This is perfect. Oh, fuck, this is perfect. He takes a little <laughs> bit of psychic damage, but he's not afraid of me. He doesn't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> Is did Tyler freeze? No. He, oh no, he's he's he just looks frozen because half his face is underneath eggplant. He's doing some secret plans because because he realizes I'm gonna be like your magic support in this fight. Give a well. Were you trying to do this sneakily? I imagine yes. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm hidden in the crowd. Okay. Sleight of hand check. Oh, okay. Slight so, sleight of mouth. Wait, so. Yeah, so I just, I'm rolling a d20. Yeah. He was trying to gobble the... Yeah. Oh, great. 10. But my sleight of hands plus 9. So 19. Okay. So you don't think that anybody noticed you guys, you did this, but uh, Lokag, as it happens, stop. What's going on? He, he kind of looks towards your direction, but doesn't look like he sees you or anything. I'm very small. Just kind of knows where it feels like it came from there, but he kind of shakes it off. He's like, Jess, are you having some some tricks that you're doing to me? Are you whispering in my brain head? <laughs> Jess yells back. He's like, uh, no, I think you think you need some help there, Lokag. I'm just, I'm yelling at you over here. I'm not whispering. You don't even know the difference between yelling and whispering. You know what? You talk too fast. I think you might need to slow down a little bit. And you see him kind of wave his arm around and he casts something at you and you need to do a, a wisdom save. Okay. Nice. Uh, 19 plus something. I don't think I even need to look that up. Don't think anything happens to you. 19. Yeah. Plus zero. Nope. So you feel like something is coming into to your mind, but you, you're a little bit ready for this after uh, seeing him do a little bit of magic already. You don't kind of know what to expect and you're able to shake it off as it tries to pierce inside, inside your brain and kind of take over a little bit. Okay. And he backs up to the corner a little bit and probably outside of the fighting pit. So he's he's gone back out of the fighting pit about 20 feet. Out of the fighting pit? Yeah. How are you, oh, how are you okay. supposed to fight him? Disqualified. <laughs> right? Right? There's boundary rules, aren't there? Like some of the the other Goliaths are really confused. They get out of the way, but they're not really sure what's going on. So he backs up through them about 20 feet and then 
an extra five or so. Okay, so he's like 55 feet away from me now? 45. 45 feet away from me? Okay. Okay, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Just shakes off the spell and he says, <laughs> what the hell kind of garbage have you gotten into? Lokag runs forward at 30 feet. And at this point, I'm within 15, so I'm going to throw a hand axe at him. Classic test. Okay. Hope you don't miss. <laughs> don't worry, you'll hit funky. <laughs> please, I was going to say, please don't roll on that one. I'm behind you, I feel like. like a good distance behind you at this point. Should be okay. <laughs> so... And my armor's better than it used to be. <laughs> 16 plus 8, 24. Yep, you got him. Okay, so that's a D6. Five plus five is 10, uh, slashing if it matters. And I th- I think I can still use my combat maneuvers. Um, it just says after hitting a creature. I don't know if that's melee or not. Do you know offhand? No. I feel like your maneuvers are usually melee based, but I don't know. I feel like an axe is usually a melee weapon until you chuck it. So. <laughs> the maneuver? You're just trying to see if you can use one? Yeah, goading probably is what I wanted to do. Uh, or actually, it doesn't really matter. That one doesn't really do much. Probably trip or menacing or something. Doesn't say melee, so I think you can. Yes, some of them say melee specifically, some of them don't. Okay. This one doesn't say, none of mine do. So I will do a trip attack. Uh, so that's superiority dice, die uh, eight, nice. And target is large, large or smaller, it must make a strength save or be knocked prone. That is an 18 plus two is 20. Yep, he saves. And I will, as my second attack, throw my other hand axe. So we'll do this all again, much quicker. Uh, that's an eight plus eight is 16. I'm assuming that doesn't hit. It hits. Oh, okay. I thought his armor of Agathus was... Uh, okay, 16, so that's... No, you, you saw your last one knocked it down. Oh, okay. Uh, two plus five is seven damage, and I'll do another combat maneuver. That's another five, so 12 total for the second attack. And again, he has to make a strength save. Okay, 11. Uh, yeah, he falls prone. Okay, so you huck two axes at him. The first one hits him in the shoulder. The second one hits him in, in the shin and kind of just takes his legs out from underneath him. He falls to the ground. He's like, you, Chester, you're no good jerk. <laughs> and I yell back, I hope your attacks are stronger than your words because your words aren't very strong. Pip is dying. Pip took 18 horrible script writing damage. <laughs> he is dying in the stands. <laughs> oh yeah, Chest. Well, you say you want a fair fight, but you whispered in my head and it hurt my head and it hurt me. So who's the real not fair fighter? It's you. I didn't do shit. Oh yeah, well, why'd it happen? Now come face me. All right, he'll, unless someone else goes, he's, he's going. Yeah, I'm gonna, I wanna get like, close to where everything is happening. I'm going to try and push my way closer. Okay. Yeah, so Tyler, just to make sure that everything's on the up and up, I feel like I'm right near the edge of the pit, but behind, like, kind of behind the first row, and I need to watch how this next part plays out, and I will probably take my next turn, so... Okay, so 
Yeah, I think you're before me. You're, I think you were after chess, right? Yeah, I'm the seven. And I think I was. At, I rolled. I rolled absolute poo, so I think I was last. Okay, so then he's gonna stand up, and then with his bonus action, he is going to cast Hexblade's Curse on you. Interesting. Okay. Yes. So what happens? So it's just more. Do I have to save or anything, or is it just? No, it just happens. Okay. okay. So he's going to use half his movement, or so half his movement was to stand up. The other half is to get over to you because you're only 15 feet away. And he will attack twice. First one's a 16 to hit. The second one's a 21 to hit. Uh, yes. So this is slashing damage. Now the issue with slashing damage is that if you remember your My armor uh, chest that you put on, yeah. armor of vulnerability. So it is vulnerable to two damage types. One of them is slashing. So vulnerable to slashing and piercing, resistance to bludgeoning. So instead... This armor sucks. 12 slashing plus... Um, chest is... <laughs> I'm going to do uh, stone's endurance. Plus four psychic. So you feel like a little uneasy um, and give a charisma save. Okay. 11. All right. So, oh wait, an extra three damage actually. Okay. So how much damage total? Okay. So it was 12 slashing. Yeah. Plus an additional three. So it's 15 slashing plus, what was it? Three psychic. I think you said four. Maybe it's three. I don't know. Three. So 18 total. Okay, 18 total. And I'm going to, yeah, Stone's Endurance, which I have to remember what I roll for that. Uh, okay, apparently I just don't have Stone's Endurance anymore here. 1d12 plus con, there we go. That's a solid one. Uh, plus my con is three. So four. I reduced that by four damage. Okay, and then your Christmas save was? 11. 11. 11. Okay, so you failed that. So you're kind of starting to feel almost intoxicated. Okay. By the weapon. Okay. So kind of drawn to it a little bit. Okay. Um, and sorry, was that 12 or 15 slashing? Do I do anything? Was that already like you said I was vulnerable to it? Do I need to double that or? No, I doubled the dice. Okay. For the slashing. Gotcha. And you, you hear this little voice in your head. It says, You see what it can do with a weakling? Imagine what it could do in your hands. And that is his turn. Okay. Uh, so I will um, pretty much just immediately swing back at him. How's he looking? Is he fine? Uh, he's pretty hurt. Okay. So I'm going to take a big turn. So I'm going to swing with my Morning Star, which is two attacks. Uh, so that's an 11 plus eight is 19. That hits. And that's a 16 plus eight is 24. Hits. Okay, and I'll do my two damages. Um, D8 plus five. So that's six and a six plus five and plus five. So that's 11 and 11 is 22. He's going to use Stone's Endurance. Goddamn Goliaths. <laughs> okay. What do I have to roll again? Uh, D12 plus con. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he will reduce one of the attacks completely. Okay. 
Um, so that was... 11 then. 11. So he takes 11. I'm also going to use my combat maneuvers on each of those. Uh, first one is going to be a menacing attack. So that's another two damage, and he makes a wisdom save. Okay. That is a... Hold on. That's actually cocked. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a 17. It is 17. 17. Okay, yeah, that saves. And then the second one will also be a menacing attack. So that's another two damage. And again, a... Fails that one. Okay. So he's um, frightened of me until the end of my next turn. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to take do an action surge uh, to take a second ac- action, second attack action. Uh, so I will attack again two more times. So that's an 18 and a 27. Yep. They both hit. Okay. Uh, and that's another shitty damage, though. Uh, three plus five is eight. One plus five is six. So 14 total. Do you want this blow to be lethal? Oh. Um, oh, no. No, I would say uh, if if the first, like, is the first one, I guess, I, yeah. No, I don't want it to be lethal. Okay. I would, I would like to, if I can, maybe instead of making it lethal, knock him prone if possible. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't have any combat maneuvers yet left, so it wouldn't be that. Well, you but. can like, you can knock him out instead. Yeah, that's what I would rather do. Okay. So you start swinging at him. You swing and that, that first attack is all that you needed. But you, you do like a quick slice. You see that it, you, you could have just totally taken him down by the jugular but you kind of relent and then hit him with the palm of your blade instead and he just collapses to the ground okay and as i do that i just yell down at him like get up weakling come on get up face me low cag and i sort of when i see he's not moving i'm like what that's it that's it and i look around and say this is the guy you guys want this little weakling you hear a lot of murmuring in the in the crowd and uneasy uneasiness. Pip looks up to the two Goliaths he's standing in between and says, This is way more anticlimactic than I thought it would be. And also I don't know who you are, so I'm gonna <laughs> stop talking to you. <laughs> and uh just uh if the sword's laying next to him, is it still there? It is. Uh, Chest is going to just kick it, like kick it away from him so he can't like wake up and grab it, I guess. Okay. Uh, You you hear continued murmuring, but then uh, in one half of the crowd, you you hear complete silence. Okay. And Chest is looking around and he just says, he says, y'all, you, y'all been duped. This, this guy here is a fake. He's his bigger brother. The crowd's starting to part and you see very high keg standing there walking towards you. Chest is uh, looking at him and just says, well, who's the weakling? Very high cag. VHK. (laughs) (laughs) Was very high cag the one that died? No, that that was high cag. That was high cag. Very high cag's like the daddy-o. Okay, sorry. So he walks up to you, Chest, and you see that he's gets about a foot from you and he's about, you know, a good five or six inches taller than you. Yeah. And he looks down to you and he says... I believe, Chess, that you best be getting on your way. Just uh, looks up at him, he says, or what? 
or I will do to you what I did to one of your parents. Just, uh, you see just kind of like his, his eyebrows furrow and kind of like clench his teeth and he's just like, he says, very hot keg. This is a road you do not want to go down. Wait, no, I, I don't know if, I don't think, uh, can't use metaphors here. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta get rid of <laughs> Chess looks at him, he says, uh, This is a person you don't want to kill, like you killed my daddy. <laughs> Chess looks at him, he says, What do you know about my parents' death? deaths? Well, we know your mom's not here. Nobody knows where she is, but your father got in my way. And now he's not in my way anymore. Looks like you step up to take his place. I suggest that you leave before something happens to you and your sister. Just uh, look, can Chess... And he just, start, he just turns around and starts to walk away. Can Chess see uh, Quadster anywhere? Give a quick perception check or investigation. 17. Yeah, you see her in the crowd, but you kind of realize that nobody else could hear the two of you. Okay. Um, Chest is just kind of like gritting his teeth and he he's just like he settled his score with Lokag, so he's pretty happy about that. But all of a sudden he's <laughs> just been burdened with a bunch more information. He's looking around for his friends at this point. You do... So I was gonna say you do see Vimek starting to approach into the center of the circle with you as very high keg is leaving. See what? Sorry? Vimek. Oh Vimek. Yeah. Okay. And he says, Chast, that was a great fight. I love it so much. But hey, a very high keg, listen up. Like you are not good at being in charge. And like I'm like, you know, so smart and I think everybody would be happy if, um, hold on, let me start over. Okay. So (laughs) three hours later (laughs) and right as he starts to start over, you see Tarka start to walk into the center and she says, hi everyone. Talk again. (laughs) Uh, Tarka, Tarka Hewitt. He's the deal. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, is the deal? Is this is this a Goliath proposal? Oh my god! Um, I've had uh, enough with all you dickheads. You and she, she looks at Vimic and says, "You're just one of the dumbest people I've ever met in my life." I feel like you being in charge of a town would be a greater disaster than uh, if Lokag were, which also probably would have been pretty bad. And she looks over to you, Chest, and she says, "And Chest." Even if there was some sort of bad bad stuff going on, you really shouldn't have come back to town. You know the rules, and you broke them. And then she turns to a very high keg and says, And you? Listen, everybody's wrong here. They shouldn't have been uh, coming back, but you also shouldn't have been allowing your son to break the rules, and you you shouldn't have done all these decisions without consulting us and having all these magic items when we, we haven't said that it's okay, and you're doing all these things without our permission and changing who we are as people, and I've had enough of that, so I'm going to say I'll have these boys step aside. Tomorrow at dawn, I'm going to kick your ass and I'm going to take over. Yes! And then she turns and starts to walk away. Pip was 
wants to take a meeting with Tarka after she's done. Shit, the chest is just look beating everyone down tomorrow. Uh, I think because we have some talks to have. Tarka should have had Leslie Nope's voice. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's not enough candy in the short mountain range to cover that voice. Uh, Chest is kind of looking at her, like wide-eyed and mouth open a little bit, and he looks over at Vivek, Vimic, and looks, uh, you know, sort of back, and it's just like, I, yeah, what, uh, what she said, uh, and Vimic just, just is like. Hey, man, like, you know, like, I could be in charge of the town, so why don't you, like, let me die? And he just, like, starts walking after Tarka, like, you should let me be in charge. Like, I, this is my time to shine. And you you all see Tarka just turn around, kind of just, like, sigh real quick. And then she jumps in the air and opens her scapula behind her back and pins his head in between them and lands on her feet, and he's kind of bending over. And she's like, I appreciate your uh, opinion, but you suck at fighting too. And then she lets go and walks away. As fast as his legs can carry him, Pip runs out to chest and like elbows his, fuck, I don't know, knee, whatever it is that Pip can elbow on chest and whisper up, sploosh. (laughs) Chest is just like, staring just like nods his head a bit he's like man Tarka's wicked (laughs) Chess looks down at Pip and he's like Pip oh man I'm glad you're here where where is everyone we gotta Funky's cruising yeah we gotta talk Funky's cruising his way out too everybody and you see Mutton Chop just run out of the high kegs the kegs tent and he just says where bears and he points back to the tent Oh shoot! Are those are those <laughs> our bears? The Goliaths start to get get angry and they start rushing the tent. Oh fuck! We gotta go help Freddie and Betty. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just like ah shoot, uh, and just yells out. Um, Everyone, don't don't worry about were bears. You know, if gags are as strong as they say they were, then this shouldn't be a problem. Come on, I'll I'll go take care of it. And while you're doing this calmly, you see everybody screaming like. <laughs> The two smallest people ever are yelling, don't worry, sometimes bears are good bears. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, Chess jogs over to the uh, tent. Uh, You you see them rushing in and you see out the back of the tent two naked people just starting to run. (laughs) (laughs) I know those buns. Those are good buns. Chess says, yeah, don't worry, guys. We're all good. Don't worry. Yeah, bears. And... Chest is looking for, as long as it looks like they're getting away safely, he's not going to chase after. And they they don't really look like they're chasing after. And then they just go back in the tent and you hear, uh, someone, did someone take a crap in here? Who shits naked? Come on. It's really the only way. <laughs> Button fly jeans, man. Chest, chest is kind of grinning and he's, he's looking for um, Quadster. Okay. You're able to eventually find her. Okay, and yeah, just wants to kind of round up the gang and like head back to v- Vimic's tent. Okay. Funky's bubbling along as quick as his legs take him. And what uh, <laughs> is the what happened to the sword? In all the scramble of the werebears, it was still in the pit. Okay, so Chest would look to Ralark and say, Ralark, I'm, 
You're the only one I'd trust to do this. Can you go get that sword? Keep it away from me. It, it was it was whispering things at me. Oh shit! Sure, buddy. I'll go grab it. I'll go look for it. Question mark. Investigation check. Yeah. Alpha eyes. Oh, that's a 19 plus one. Minus one, 18. <laughs> oh, shitty elf eyes. <laughs> Minus one? What's wrong with our elf? We all have real bad investigations. I have a shitty investigation. Oh, I was, sorry. I was looking at intimidation. It's plus three. So that's that would be 22. Fuck yeah, that's just what I remember. <laughs> hey, one of us can investigate. I know it's not me. <laughs> 22. So you are looking around up and down, and you don't see it. Oh, shit. Double investigate. <laughs> <laughs> you can take more time looking for it if you want, but you feel like anywhere in the immediate vicinity you'd be able to see. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is, what's his name? Lokag, yeah, still passed out. You do not see Lokag there either. Okay. Do we know where very Lokag's tent is? Very high keg. Sorry, very high keg. You're right. Yeah, it's like the whole, there's like a whole keg area. The keg compound. I feel like we may need to do some encounters there. Um, yeah, Chess kind of looks at everyone. He's like, listen, uh, he, uh, I guess I'm assuming Relic would come back and tell him. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't find the sword there, buddy. Uh, fuck. It's gone. Guys, we got to get that. We got to get that sword out of here. Um, let's, let's. Will y'all come with me to that tent? Yeah, bud. Sure. You know it. Not going to lie. I thought your luck had run out when I saw him pull the sword, but you whooped him. Yeah. Well, like I said, he's a little bitch. He's oh, Jesus. I mean, Pan. <laughs> Pan, son. I don't know. Oh, oh Pan. All right, let's let's head over to that tent. Yeah. Uh, you hear Quadster before you go over. She's like, "Bro, like, are you trying to stir up some trouble, man? Like, just, just. You've been here less than I don't know, less than seventy-nine hours, <laughs> and you know, like." more stuff's gone down in the last 83 hours than normally goes down. And just looks at her. He's like, yes, yes, I know. I know. It's just, we just, we gotta, we gotta get that sword out of here. I'll leave y'all alone. It's just that sword's going to cause you y'all nothing but trouble. Hey, you weren't whispering in his brain, right? Like you're not, we don't cheat, man. Nah, I, that wasn't me. Quester. I don't know what he's talking about. Thinking maybe he's going crazy. You know what? He could have. I think he's just going crazy. Maybe. You know, he was getting his butt kicked, but I just really hope, you know, you don't cheat. Cause that was like your big thing. It's like you always wanted to be even Steven, you know? Um, just like, yeah, I mean, I, it was, first of all, it wasn't even from the get go because he was using magic and summoning magic swords, but even so, I thought I just used my. You saw me. I used axes and my morning star. Yeah, I just don't know what you've been up to, man. And it's you know leaving the leaving the tribe changes people. So I mean, I would assume so. No one's ever come back. But Jess puts his hand on her shoulder and just like, Wester, I'm. I know we didn't we didn't talk a lot growing up, but I'm still Chest, and I I've been out in the world and I've been learning all sorts of crazy things. But I got brought back here. I didn't even ask for it, okay? I got brought back here, and I'm just trying to clean up what messes I can. I'll be out of your hair, I promise. It's just... Wait, no, I can't do metaphors. (laughs) 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 Uh, 
I'll be leaving soon. I'll leave. In, I'll leave in the morning. But I just want to get. I want to make sure I leave y'all with, you know, without those cags running the show. And she puts her hand on your shoulder and just says, "Thank you, Jess. I followed the first sentence." <laughs> Jess kind of is like, huh, "Yeah, okay." Um, You're learning to talk real good. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's. I've been hanging around these fellas here. They're all pretty smart. Um, Even the babies can talk. It's cr- yeah, I know. It's it's weird, right? World outside the mountains, pretty crazy, sis. Now listen, I'm I'm gonna go try and get that sword away from him, and I'll and then I'll be leaving. But don't worry, I'm not trying to cause any more trouble. Okay. Well. I kind of liked it that you came back, even though I'm not supposed to say it because you broke the rules. But um, don't tell anybody this, but I wouldn't be mad if you broke the rules and came back again. <laughs> Just uh, kind of smiles and he's like, thanks, sis. It's, uh, thanks for saying that. I won't tell anyone. Emily moment. Hug <laughs> it out now. And, he, and then he, he sort of looks around. He's like, Quadster, you, you can do much better than the hack hack. Oh no, man! Like, I'm not very good at hunting, and I'm not very strong. Like, that's all people look for in women these days. They don't look past the muscles. How does she feel about Tarka? Uh, do you say that out loud? I'm not there. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm watching <laughs> this like a fucking telenovela, and I'm on the edge of my seat, <laughs> eating eating popcorn. These are the days of a. <laughs> has she has she had her trial yet? Yeah, you ask her about it, and she had it. She actually had it not long after you left. You had heard from Maddie that she was about to have hers, but he got medium keg was just feeding him wrong information to feel make him feel like he was in the loop. Oh, okay. So, uh, just just uh, says Quadster, why don't you uh, why don't you stay somewhere else tonight? Not in the keg's tent. Um, very high keg came over to me and, and said he was gonna he was gonna gonna kill us i think we're he's he's pretty old so i think we're okay but you know best i don't trust him all right you know i'll do this one for you bro i'll i'll go find one of the girls to shack up with yeah that uh, that's a good idea all right i'll talk to you in the morning sis sounds good see you in the morning <laughs> wait hold on you know, i just had a smart thing <laughs> you said that you're gonna go to the tent and get the sword and leave, but then you just said you'll see me in the morning. Which one is it? Hmm. Well, I'll, I'm getting the sword and then I'll be leaving in the morning. I guess is what I meant. Okay. I think I follow your sentiments. Okay. <laughs> see you later, bro. See you, Quaster. And let's continue towards the cag tent. I'm following right along. Okay. Anything you want to say or do before you make your way over? I'm going to give Chest a butt slap and say, you know, good game there, bud. (laughs) Where's Tarkus tent? Uh, It's off to the side. You can either side of the, it's like the entire town is kind of circular. Okay. So you can go either direction or go straight across and skip it. Chest would stop in there. Oh, Tyler, I cannot. I love what you're doing here, and I love this little podcast. I can't listen to a Goliath lovemaking scene. <laughs> Can we, like, cut that rating out, 
please. We just get some rights to some. Uh, Go on. Uh, what is it? Or like we could do some star swipes. Star there. swipe. Yeah. Look at look at this writing. All for that scene gone. Fuck. All of these pages for that one scene. <laughs> Man, Tyler wrote a lot for that. <laughs> the whole chapter on clamps was epic. Kate shows up. Continue. Oh, All right, so you make it to Tarka's tent, and you see her in there doing push-ups. <laughs> Chess, Chess just peeks his head in, and he says, Hey, Tarka, I'm, I'm uh, sorry to bother you. Yeah you, yeah, you just come in or not. You can sit on my back or not. Let's go. Uh, yeah, okay. And Chess heads over and uh, stands on her back. Okay. Um, and he, She's like, ah, lost a little weight. He says, he's like, yeah, the problem is everyone down below the mountains are don't want to fight. They don't want to arm wrestle. They don't want to do nothing. So it's hard to keep up, you know? Sounds pretty miserable. Well, it's not all bad, but it's definitely tough. Listen, Tarkat, I'm sorry I came back and caused some trouble here. But for what it's worth, I'm, uh, I'm glad you didn't marry Lokag. Yeah, I mean, don't think... Uh... Ever really was going to? He's kind of a dick. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm still glad about it. Anyway, he did stop by though. He got me this um, cool sweater that he got up at Maddie's. <laughs> it's got you know, th- those are like those are my scapula on it. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Maddie makes a head. Did you see what I did to uh, did to Vivek over there? That was pretty cool. Yeah. Ah. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool, Tarka. Uh, you're always you're always pretty good at fighting. I, listen, I think you'd be a great leader of the town, but I just the, the cags the cags are dealing with some really sneaky shit, and uh, I think they're gonna try and pull something tonight. I don't know. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and get that sword away from him tonight, and uh, I'll be gone in the morning. But uh, just want you to know that. Well. Uh... Thanks for uh, dropping by. Um, if you want to come back another time later down the line, we can, after I'm in charge, we can reopen your case to see if maybe you were improperly um, sent away by a fight that was not, did not hold, hold up to our uh, standards. Chess kind of looks. It gets a little red, and he's just like, I, I, I think I, I think I'd like that tart. Thank you. Yep. Now, um, shove off. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Good to see you again, Tart. So, you too. And she does like uh, as she does one more push up. She pushes up and kind of slaps her thighs, and then lands back in the push up position again <laughs> as you're leaving. Just. Uh, Chess gives his thighs a slap as he heads out. Oh my god, I'm so out of shape. <laughs> at, at this point, is Raurik the only one that knows that uh, Chess has got a thing for for Tarka? I don't know. Mm, don't know. I don't remember. All Pip knows is that he really struggles with singular push-up yeah. and cannot slap thighs during said push-up. So Funky doesn't have to do push-ups. The belly just like holds me in the fully upright position. So it doesn't matter if I'm down or up. It's just like a seesaw. Just, so just heads to the, the tent, the cag's tent, assuming his buds are with him. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Anything anybody else wants to do or say before you get there? Mm-hmm. 
don't think so. Kip is very focused on the location of the sword and thinks it would be very bad if it landed in any keg's hands and chest hands and not because he thinks it's bad, but also Funky's hands. <laughs> and so Pip's really focused on the sword. Okay. So you make your way up to the tent and you get there. People are walking around outside. I'm, I'm just keeping an eye out for kegs. Do we do we knock? That seems wrong. Chest, what do we do? Um, chest, yeah, Chest would take a breath and head in. Pip would skitter along leg side with Chest, I think. Like, really in, inconspicuously. I'm so short. I, I follow in and position myself near the door. Okay. Yeah, I'm slipping inside. <laughs> like, they, they start to hear someone coming in, and you see Lokag kind of walk up as if he's going to greet someone to come in, and he just sees you, and he's hunched over a little bit and kind of staring daggers at you. Chess doesn't even acknowledge him anymore. He's just looking for a very high guy. Actually, he's sort of scanning the room for the sword. Oh, fuck, that's stone cold to not acknowledge him. You're like, oh, man, you're not a person. Where's your daddy? Let me talk to that guy. <laughs> so... You all look around and you see in the tent there is, is very large and there are different beds, tables, just different meeting areas. It looks very, not lavish, but has a lot of space and a lot of function. And you see towards the back of the tent, probably a good 30 feet away from you, sitting in what looks to be a makeshift throne, <laughs> very high keg with the blade on his lap slowly sharpening it and he looks at you and he kind of stabs the blade into the ground and he stands up okay he looks at uh, a very high keg and he's just like listen very high keg i think it's i think it's over for y'all just give the sword to my friends here and we'll be on our way and he says you know what uh chest this sword has given me some trouble i uh I'll agree to give the sword to you, but under one condition. And what's that? You come and take it from me. Hot <laughs> beans. And he turns the, the sword around and faces the hilt towards you as he rips it out of the ground. Just, uh, just looks to, is sort of looking nervously at his, his friends and he's like, fellas, if, uh, if I do anything like what Funky did, y'all take me down, all right? And uh, he, he walks over and just looks, he's staring uh, very high cag in the eye and he, the whole time. And he's just, as he's walking over, he's like, what uh, What do you know about my dad? Very high cag. We're in this tent alone now. Tell me. Chester, I uh, appreciate that you've been out in the world a bit, but we're not alone in this tent. There's a couple other people in here. Just looks around, he says, the, he says, Wait, are, are, is it just the kags and us, or are there other people? That's just the kags and you. Okay, he's like, he says, <laughs> says, ah, yeah, I don't mean alone, just the two of us. I mean, people here are all, what you say to me, I'm going to say to these, my friends over here, and I'm sure your, uh, your sons here know all about it. And if they don't, I'm sure they'd love to hear it. While all this is happening, I want to lean down to Pip and say, what, did, what does he mean, like like Funky did? Okay, we gotta let this play out. This is, <laughs> this is a yeah. bad scene, but we just gotta let this happen, yeah. and Pip is, like, readying spells. <laughs> he says, now, Chess, 
that wasn't part of the deal. Deal is, you take the sword and you leave. I think that's a very fair deal if you ask me. Coming in here, breaking Goliath code, disrupting a wedding, going in and fighting the son of the head of the town, and then you come in disrespecting the head of town in his own tent, and he is willing to give you the sword just as long as you take it and go. Stop with all the bullshit. Just take it and leave. Just looks at him and he, he's just like, you know what, very hack egg? You're weak. You're weak and you're hiding behind, you're hiding behind magic swords. You're hiding behind magic spells. You may have been head of this town, but you never deserved to be head of this town. Whatever you did to my dad, if you beat him in a fair fight, you know what? That's fine. Tell me that. But if you killed him in some unfair way, well, then you'll you'll be getting what's coming to you soon because nature doesn't really do much forgiving these days. You go out there and you're not strong enough, you're just gonna die. And I think you're pretty weak. And he walks over to grab the sword. Okay. Do you grab it? Yep. Okay. And we'll find out what happens next time. Oh, snap. Chaisa. Dirty. Welcome to DM Thoughts with Tyler. Just finished this episode. We had the big battle between Chest and Lokag, and then some of the blowout afterwards. Uh, the fight with Lokag, man, that took a turn really quickly when the slow spell that Lokag was trying to cast did not work, and Chest saved, and that kind of threw everything into Chest's favor. And uh, Lokag, being a warlock. He didn't have a lot left in the tank, really, because, you know, they, they don't have a ton of spells to go through. So when that slow spell didn't work, that pretty much sealed the deal for Chess. And, you know, it became a little anticlimactic, I guess. But, I mean, I guess you can. Some DMs, you know, would mess with HP to really balance that out, but... Lokag had a big swing and a miss, and he was punished for it in chest one. So yeah, we'll see what the fallout is from this battle with chest and Lokag, and what's going to happen with the Kags next. So we'll see you again in two weeks for the next episode of the No Mercy Podcast. <laughs>